0: Record-breaking cold has struck the United States, causing one of the coldest holiday seasons many have ever experienced. Snow has been reported farther south than the center of the continental United States, with a historic winter storm starting in the Canadian prairies and affecting Buffalo, parts of the northern Midwest, and eastern coastline. Hello, my name is Nick, and you're listening to Heading North. This week, I would like to explore ways to layer for any cold weather condition. As this episode airs, it will be Monday, December 26th. Where I live in northern Minnesota, we have had some very cold weather. I'm talking negative 5 to negative 10 with a real feel caused by wind chill putting us closer to negative 40. In times like these, I turn to layers in order to stay warm. Now, I'm aware where I live puts me into more extreme conditions. This week, I would like to look at fundamentals of layering correctly as well as... Some options in thickness, materials, and styles so you have a better understanding of layering in any temperature. As a disclaimer, some of the climates and temperatures I will be talking about today are dangerous and if you do not wear the proper gear or have the proper training, these temperatures could cause harm. This is a guide on how to better layer but I would recommend working your way up to handling the negative 30 plus if not negative 20 plus temperatures. To better understand layering your clothes for outdoor activities, it's important to understand the function of each layer. Let's start with the base layers. The base layer is your underwear layer. Long Johns and athletic thermal wear are what many would think of as a base layer. When selecting your base layer material, moisture wicking is the most important. Something that will remove the moisture from your skin effectively. Popular and effective moisture-wicking materials are polyester, polypropylene, merino wool, and wool, amongst others. Many of you may realize these materials have different thickness and clothing, and you're right. Your base layer will change depending on temperature. When outside in the 32 to 10 degree Fahrenheit or 0 to negative 12 degrees Celsius, you can get away with wearing a thinner polyester or polypropylene base layer. These are thinner layers that are portier materials. You may also find some merino wool products from companies like Smartwool or Eddie Bauer that will work great. Many outdoor product packaging will tell you what temperatures the base layer is rated for. Or it'll have a scale using words like cold, colder, or coldest. Having an actual temperature rating is the best, but you can think of cold as that 32 to 10 degree range. Colder being ten to zero degree Fahrenheit or negative twelve to negative seventeen degrees Celsius temperatures, and coldest being anything below that. For anything below ten degrees, I would recommend a merino wool wool or a fleece base layer. As you get below negative ten, you may want to double this layer. Though it is important to stay warm, you don't want to be too warm either. It is possible to overheat in the cold and extreme colds. This causes excess sweat and when cold wind hits that sweat, it evaporates the moisture causing your body to cool off and that's not what you want in cold temps. Over top of your base layer, you're going to want a mid layer. The mid layer is an insulation layer and should be able to retain heat as well as protect you from the cold. This layer should be wool, polyester, fleece, or downfilled, or synthetic fill. Typically when choosing this layer, I go with some form of fleece. It's moisture wicking and lightweight, and it also heats even when it's damp. Polyester fleece comes in lightweight, midweight, and heavyweight material as well. This creates options for many temperature ranges, uh, the light being that 32 to 10 degree range, midweight being 10 to 0 degree, and heavyweight or anything below zero degrees uh, Fahrenheit. The one downside to fleece is that it does not protect against the wind. This is where the shell or outer layer comes in. Another great mid-layer option for cold temperatures are down or synthetic jackets. Most extreme weather mid-layers involve down or synthetic down. These jackets offer great heat retention as a general rule of thumb, the puffier you get, the warmer you get. So these are great for uh, cold weather habitats. Down comes in fills ranging from 450 to 900. Its fill speaks to the amount of down or synthetic down fill it has. The more fill, the warmer it is. Uh, Down offers some moisture and heat protection as well, but it does lose its ability to retain heat when it becomes damp. As far as mid layers for your lower half, I recommend sweats, joggers, leggings, or fleece pants. The same mid layer rules apply here. Ultimately, if you are wearing a mid layer Here it will be under snow pants. The outer layer or your wind and rain protection layer is the last step of your cold weather layering journey. The outer layer or shell layer should protect you from rain, wind, and snow. Shells range from mountaineering jackets to simple wind resistant jackets. Choosing your shell heavily depends on the time of year and temperatures. A waterproof breathable shell will be the more expensive and warmest option. These shells are best for extreme weather, which is why they come with a higher price range. For good warm weather gear, expect a higher price. The the higher the cost, the warmer it will be in most cases, and I don't mean to be cynical, but for the same reasons I put a disclaimer at the beginning of this episode, extreme weather not only requires the right experience and training, but the right equipment, so... When it comes to doing some of these more extreme things, you're gonna want to spend the money on the good gear. Not to mention the more you spend, tends, you tend to have better quality products You know, as far as the longevity of what you buy. If you plan to go out in temperatures below negative 10 degrees Fahrenheit or negative 17 degrees Celsius, please spend the money and have the right gear. Now you also have water resistant and breathable shells. Uh, these are better suited for breezy and drizzly conditions or for high activity levels. These are typically made from a tightly woven nylon or polyester material, and our water-resistant shells have a lighter price range uh, as well. Now, soft shells emphasize breathability. They combine light wind and rain protection with some insulation, making it a great two-in-one jacket for cooler days that aren't necessarily cold or, or very cold days. On many fall and early spring hikes, I will use something like this for my outer layer as it. As it gets colder to the temperatures we have faced for the past week, this no longer becomes a suitable option, so I wouldn't recommend a softshell for, for a week like we just had. When choosing your outer layer, you ultimately want to look at the conditions you plan to be in. Many jackets offer features like snow skirts uh, for skiers, snowboarders, as well as zip pockets or a three-in-one option. I personally prefer purchasing a three-in-one jacket uh, for the type of outdoor activities I enjoy. A three-in-one jacket is a multi-layer jacket. The outer layer is generally a water and windproof layer that has a fleece or down jacket that zips inside. What makes it a three-in-one is that depending on what layer you are wearing, it can be worn three ways. With the outer shell, it is rain and wind protection. The inner layer can be worn as a standalone jacket in areas where a mid-layer is not needed and as one unit for cold and extreme weather temperatures. As far as a lower half uh, or a lower half outer layer, it would include items like snow pants or snowboard and ski pants or outer shells for rain protection. These can also include fleece or flannel lined pants depending on the temperatures you are going to be outdoors in. I will generally stick with fleece-lined pants with a base layer underneath until I get to zero degrees or negative 12 degrees Celsius. After that, I will use a pair of fleece pants or polyester material sweatpants as a mid-layer and throw on a pair of snowboarding pants. Choosing what to layer with will depend on the conditions you plan to be outside in. Your layers start at your base and work its way out, so when a base layer is needed, it becomes important to decide then if it's cold enough for a mid-layer. Then that mid-layer may become your outer layer if you don't need any type of shell or really warm jacket on the outside of that mid-layer. You will see this when your mid or outer layer can be a down or fleece jacket. If a mid-layer is required, then you will most likely need some form of outer shell as well. I have found that it is better to be prepared and wear extra layers knowing that I can take some off if I am becoming too warm. In cold weather, I will always lean towards the side of caution. And remember when you are layering, try not to be fully layered uh, when traveling to your outdoor activity. Sitting in all your gear in a heated car can cause you to feel colder once outside. So you want to make sure that you are stripped down and not wearing all of those layers. That way it doesn't cause you to instantly freeze up once you get outside of that vehicle to do your outdoor activity. That being said, thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you would like to learn more, you can visit Heading North online by going to headingnorthpodcast.com where this episode can be found in blog form. You can also find Heading North on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok by searching for at Heading North Podcast. Music in this episode is by Asylum Music and Media Works, and if you would like to support the show, visit headingnorthpodcast.com forward slash support, or leave a rating and review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to podcasts.